Welcome back to the Journey Podcast. Today, the voices that I want to introduce are, we've got Sarah coming back today. Hello. And we've got Travis. Hi, everybody. And we have Jody. Hey there. Your life, your journey starts now. And this is Terry. I guess I should have introduced myself to begin with. <laughs> Hi, Terry. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to call you that. She's my mom. So. Yeah, well, that's she okay. <laughs> um, one of the, th- the topics that we kind of decided on that we wanted to talk about today that seems really relevant for a lot of people is the topic of busyness. Um, and I don't suppose any one of you guys have difficulty with that. I have no problems with no, business not whatsoever. At all. No, no, you're 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 very happy being very busy. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. So maybe where we start right is we we drop all of our reasons why we're so incredibly busy, right? So like I'll just start and so I work a full-time job, which is a thing. And then I also um we plant house churches on the side, which is another thing. And then I have a wife and uh four kids and an adoptive daughter. And so there is no end to busyness in in that mix most of the time. And so okay, so now it's somebody else's turn. Sarah, why are you so busy? Um, well, I have six kids, so let's start right there. And a husband and two dogs and a business and friends who I love and family who I love. So that's why I'm busy. And I try to get to Ethiopia. So I've been four times and I'm waiting it's been a while. So you add that in. That's actually a pretty big deal, too. So that's all my busyness. Yeah. yeah. For me, uh, we actually, my husband, Dan, and I have just one daughter. So it's it's kind of nice, actually, right, to have a variation yeah. here among uh, the three of us. So we have a daughter. Her name is Tara, and she's 14 years old, which high school, you know, oh is an yeah. interesting yeah. thing. Uh, but I think one of the elements that's very real for us is that yeah, we only have four years, less than now, that we have with her, likely under our under our it roof. Goes by so fast. Yeah, and I think that's a perspective shifter too when it comes to this topic of busyness. Well, it seems like there's a lot of urgency when you say that four years. It seems like there's a lot of urgency in that. I need to. We need to kind of make the most of those four years. Yeah, and urgency can be a big time consumer. You that's know, it's true. like we've got we've got this urgency, and that's one of the reasons why we keep busy because we've got to keep moving. Right. Yeah. And we don't want to miss anything. That's, right. that's really important for me. I, that's my whole life. I've, I, I right. just don't want to miss out on anything. And so we feel like we need to seize every and any opportunity that comes our way uh, out of the risk of, of missing out on something. I'm also in full-time ministry. So I'm a pastor uh, in a church that's got a lot going on, a fairly large church with lots of ministries and lots of things happening. There's never a dull moment. And so just that whole uh, mix of whether it's family or work, we just bring different things to this topic of busyness. Well, and I think there's a lot of upside to busyness. We get a lot done. We can accomplish a lot of the things we want to. What are some of the downsides of busyness? Stress and the effect it has on your body. Sure. Right. Yeah. I just got done with a really large project, like a two-year project at work. And I mean, on top of everything else, we were working extra hours and burning the candle at both ends. And, 
getting less sleep and eating less healthy and all of the, you know, you don't realize how much rest and not being busy has efficiency built into it. Right. And so as you become busier, you actually become, I, I, at least I noticed I became less efficient in the process. I was getting less done, even though I was trying to do more. And, uh, that was, that was kind of hard to recognize in, in multiple areas of my life. Yeah, exactly. I actually, um, I was with a bunch of business owners yesterday and one of them is a, physical therapist. And he was actually talking about that. He, uh, he mentioned resiliency, resiliency. Am I saying that correctly? Mm -hmm. And I asked him, I said, well, what does that have to do with physical therapy and your health? And, and he went off on that about how adrenaline and he talked about off on that. He talked a lot about, um, how adrenaline it's made for a purpose, but if we keep running on adrenaline it, it lowers our immune system and we actually end up having issues with our body as a result. Um, one being, you know, there's a lot of effects with pain and illness and stuff that right. runs when you're running on adrenaline for too long. Right. Well, I think another casualty of busyness is relationships. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to have, we have important relationships, but we can't really get to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't invest in them in a in a in an important sort of uh, intentional way, and that has that can really take a toll over the long haul. Right? Absolutely, I find too that when you you're busy, you don't get to step back and make sure that you're focusing on the most important things. So typically, when I get busy, one of the things that helps snap me out of it is realizing okay, I've actually misprioritized a bunch of different things in my life because I've been focusing on keeping, you know, to to use the analogy we used on one of the other podcasts, keep this one plate spinning and I'm letting all these other plates Mm -hmm. that are spinning Mm kind of wobble out of control. And so that I frequently misprioritizing things happens. Well, it seems like a lot of times we're we're letting the urgent things crowd out the important things. Exactly. Some things are urgent, but they're not necessarily as important as some of the other things. And yet the things that are very important and not so urgent kind of get lost. I struggle with this with... Um, so Ethiopian culture or African culture in general is very focused on relationships. And so I've studied a lot and have a lot of friends both in like... So there's this warm climate culture and cold mm-hmm. climate cultures, right? And um, cold climate cultures tend to be more focused on um, business and working, and that's how you support your family, whereas in warm climate cultures tend to be more focused on relationships, and that's how you su- that's how you survive is on the relationships yeah. that you have with everybody else. And so we live in Iowa, which is a cold climate culture, and I spend a significant am- amount of my time, energy, and relationships in Ethiopian culture, which is a warm climate culture, and it's this incredibly hard balance because right now I'm so busy with my business, um, which is definitely cold climate culture focus and priorities, yet my warm climate culture relationships are actually suffering. Mm-hmm. Like I have um, I have African friends, not just Ethiopian, but Congolese and Burundi friends who live in the Eastern Iowa area. And I know that my relationships with them are suffering. And it's it would almost be like if you're doing a bad job at work in, in, in our cold climate culture, 
we literally are doing something wrong if we're doing a poor job at work. I'm literally doing something wrong by having this poor relationship just because I'm so busy. And it's just really, it's stress. It stresses me out because, you know, I mean, relationships are really important. And there is this balance that you need to find between between the relationships that you have. And I know that's opening a whole nother door about different cultures and stuff too, but... I think another dynamic is that uh, sometimes we lose track of what's even happening in our own lives. And it's, it is a really great segue to journey coaching to have another person come alongside you or a couple other people come alongside you uh, at weekly, even if possible, or every other week, something like that, to hear what's really going on and to offer an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes we just, things are just too close to yeah. us and we maybe lament, we, we see, we hear, we feel the pain of um, something that needs our attention and we just can't get to it. But somebody sometimes outside of us can say, well, have you thought about this or they can ask some questions that help us get after how we need to evaluate that maybe even sometimes just an incremental shift in the way we spend our mornings yes that can open something up and what would happen if you built margin time into your life and and margin time and we haven't really described discussed that much but margin time is where you really put some time in and you you don't have it's a place on your calendar where there's nothing there's nothing you know, during your day or during your week. And what would that look like if you had margin time? You know, the next time a, a friend ends up in the hospital and you are, are too busy to go up and see them, you know, that margin time would, would make that possible. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we do. Um, I think that journey helps with that in terms of the fact that you can go off the, you can go off either extreme. In terms of time management and your relationships and what you take for and what your priorities and everything like that. So what I like about journey is that it helps create um, time for those relationships, which in quite frankly, in Easter, I was born and raised here, so I don't know much. Um, but from what I am understanding about Eastern Iowa culture, cause I'm so immersed in it is that we don't focus on our, we're so independent. We're a farming community. Even if we're living in the city, like our ancestors, the, the traditions that were passed down to us, um, as people who are born and raised in Eastern Iowa is we're very independent. We don't need other people. We don't need to sit down and spend time with a friend, you know, talking, but we do, but that's sure. the thing is we yeah. don't think we do, but we yeah. do. And journey opens the door for creating opportunities to have those relationships because we need to learn from other cultures like um, warm climate cultures you know people who are very relational based they they you know we can learn from that and 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 fulfill our human needs for companionship and relationship and in godly ways so so i guess to summarize what what can and, and again this is a journey podcast so how can journey help us with the idea of busyness well, I think one of the things that's that's really helpful is just to to step back and look at what you're giving your time and energy to. Because I think we don't talk about the end of the, the the journey process, but one of the most helpful chapters I think for me was how am I aligning my um, my time with the things that I'm strongest in? Probably the things that most of us around the table would say we're called to and give ourselves to. And I think that was. That was for me what was one of the most important things is 
okay, how can I weed out the things that maybe aren't so crucial to life, but I've kind of just let them, you know, it's like a garden that you've let kind of overcrowd with weeds of some, you know, it's kind of sapping the life out of the soil. How can I weed some of those things out um, so that the things that I really want to grow in this garden called my life actually grow and flourish? It's a great way to say it. Yeah. And doing that in both, it's twofold because in both taking the time to have that relationship with your coach to, to go through the journey participant guide together and having that time set aside where you're meeting for coffee or lunch or breakfast or whatever it is, um, you're creating time there and then building that relationship. But then in the process of what you're actually looking at while you're doing it, while you're actually going through the journey workbook, you're talking about like what Travis is talking about, your strengths and helping to, um, I heard a quote and I don't know who it was, but something about, um, it's some, as soon as I say this, someone's going to be able to tell me who said this, but, um, uh, successful, successful people say no and highly successful people say no often. Or most of the time. I've heard the quote. I can't tell you who can't. says it, but I've heard it. So, so whoever's listening to this can Google it and figure out who it was that said that. But that's <laughs> the thing. Really is, yeah, someone really smart said Yeah, someone really smart said that. And I think that going through the coaching process, you're like helping. It's looking at who you are, who... And what you're gifted, what you're gifted at, um, what your priorities are, what's going on in your life and helping to make decisions based off of that. So it's so I'd say twofold. Yeah. And almost to flip what you just said in a, in a cool way, probably successful, healthy, well-balanced uh, people who are helping people know Jesus are people who say yes, often. Yes. What is it? And and say yes, a lot? Well, how was it? Well, oh yeah, say yes. But to the right thing. Yeah, to the right things. To, yeah. yeah, that's right. the other thing. Because yeah. when you're saying yes to right. something, you're saying no to something right. else. And so going through the journey process, it helps you know what to say yes to and what to say no to so that you can really say yes to the things that you really want to say. That's perfect. I think this is a good place for us to wrap it up for now. Um, but that was a really good way of, of describing it. Thank you very much for being here. Thank yeah, you for thank listening, you, you guys. Tune in next time, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time, and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org, and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now. Ba-da-ba-da-ba.